It's Soccer Jihad, Iranian style. Welcome to the Stand the Joke Man Show, a property of Joke Man Productions, LLC. Broadcasting from the Boys Room Studios. Now, time for your host, Stand the Joke Man. Welcome to the Stand the Joke Man Show. Thank you. Stand the Joke Man talking, yeah. Iran doesn't give out participation medals if you lose a game. No, no, no. No, the Iranian soccer team, they lost that game on worldwide television. And folks, I would imagine they're in deep shit today. Before the game, the whole team had to go sit in the locker room and talk to the military police of Iran. Can you believe that shit? I'm sure they were all threatened. As a matter of fact, they were told. Now, this is coming from sources out of Tehran. They were all told before they left Iran, if you do not behave at this game, your families will be arrested and all of your possessions will be taken. Boy, hey, soccer coaches everywhere. You know, we got a season coming up next spring. And, well, that sounds like the perfect pep talk, doesn't it? You pull the kids over to the corner of the field and you say, hey, you see all them guys out in the parking lot with the tire irons and shit? Yeah. You lose this game, and I promise you, your mamas and daddies aren't going to fucking make it out of here. Now, you go out there and you fucking win. That's great motivation for a seven-year-old. Hey, if anybody out there is looking for a coach, I'm available. Um, (laughs) No, I don't coach soccer. That's a joke. I coach baseball, but not soccer. And I'm not interested in coaching anymore. Back to the Iranian soccer team. They're going to go back now, and I guarantee you, a lot of them are going to be thrown into the military, up on the front lines, given shit jobs. They may go to jail. That's how they do them. Yeah, that's how they fucking treat people in Iran. And everybody over here in America is bitching, screaming, hey, look, it's getting worse over here in America right now. Once again, here we go. The ideologists, religious ideology being incorporated into law, ripping people's rights away. That's what they're doing. But I'll tell you, I want to help the Iranian fellas out there. You went out, you played a hell of a game. I thought it was a great game. The score was only 1-0. The United States of America, of course we won that fucking game. But only by a point. Fucking game sure as hell wasn't handed to them. Yeah, that means you did a fantastic job, Iran, and I don't think you need to hang your heads at all. But because you're going to have to answer to those pricks in Iran because you lost... Because they don't put any value in you at all because you lost a game. Like, oh, it's the most unheard of thing in the world. Nobody ever loses. Well, I know you're not going to get a participation medal there in Iran today. So, But I'll tell you what I did do for you. If you're on the plane and you're listening, I've got some good excuses lined up for you during your flight back. So that way, when your plane touches down in Tehran, I've got half a dozen solid gold excuses for you having lost the game, and I want you to take these. No, no, it's my pleasure. I want you to take these, store these little nuggets of information in your brain, and then when they got you before Rand's supreme leader, and he's bitching, asking for a reason why you lost, give him one of these. I was in thought of prayer, and Ishan farted, and I thought it was the ref's whistle.
Shit, I thought we were practicing to kick their ass in the next life. Hey, God and I had this all worked out. It was the coach that wouldn't fucking listen. You know, it's just a thought, but maybe I could play faster if you'd let me go to fucking Starbucks. No caffeine, no speed, me amigo. Shit, I'm sorry. I thought you said you wanted to be the number one loser. <laughs> yeah, and if none of them work, why don't you tell him to drag his fat ass out there and see if he can run up and down that field for an hour and a half. Meanwhile, back to the United States of America. Budweiser, you assholes. Hey, Qatar, I promise you this. You just cut your own ass out of a whole bunch of fucking World Cup business. I could give two shits if we ever go back there. Y'all yeah. screwed up, man. Two-faced bullshit con artist. Took the money and ran, didn't you? Yeah, guarantee you that'll be the last time the King of Beers fuck around with y'all. I promise you this, the next World Cup in Qatar, yeah, I'll be sponsored by fucking O'Doul's. <laughs> and they'll find a reason to bitch about that too. Alright, let's move on. Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Stan the Joke Man talking. <laughs> Who else did you expect? I put up the uh, Christmas decorations last night. Trish lets me have just one corner of the house. I'm not allowed to decorate the whole house anymore. You know why? <laughs> I have Christmas lights grown into the trees in my yard. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't like taking them down. So I'd leave that shit up all year. We have Christmas lights still grown into the tree out there. I mean, completely grown into the tree. I don't know, they might work. There's a house right off Lancashire, just a couple of streets over in North Hollywood, California. There's Christmas lights up in that tree. Yeah, if that tree's still standing. My roommate burned the neighborhood down. But, um, you know, we had Christmas lights up in the tree next to our house. You know, that's how our friends found our house. You know, they'd be, they'd be rolling in from West Hollywood or Burbank or wherever, and we'd always say, hey, when you're coming in on the Hollywood freeway, just look for the house, you know, with the Christmas lights in the tree. That's us, you know. We didn't have to give out addresses. It was awesome. Anyway, I bet those Christmas lights are probably still up in that fucking tree to this very day, if the tree hadn't burned down. Like I said, my roommate burned the neighborhood down, but by accident, it was whoops. It's a long story. <laughs> it 
it's actually a short story, but we got other stuff to talk about. News! Over the weekend, a CEO in St. Petersburg, Florida, um, guy got arrested. He got in an argument with his woman. I guess he was packing to leave, and in the fit of rage, he threw a sex toy at his uh, girlfriend, beamed her in the stomach, leaving a pretty big bruise on her belly, I guess. You're not going to find out what kind of sex toy he threw, though. I've been looking everywhere online, and they won't say. They won't say what kind of sex toy it was. That's important. He got arrested for that. It's a misdemeanor assault charge, but he still got arrested. I just want to know what kind of sex toy he beat her with. Now he's out on bail. Yeah. Yeah, he's out there walking the fucking streets, as they say. Yeah. That means he could have a fucking bag of sex toys with him right now, just waiting to attack. Innocent families out for a nice stroll in St. Petersburg, Florida. Better not walk by Fuckface's house. Yeah, he may attack grandma with a dildo. And she'll probably end up leaving your grandpa, see? Let's talk about the victim real quick. The victim of this sex toy assault, CEO of a Florida company, threw a dildo at his girlfriend. He went to fucking jail for it, rightfully so. And apparently, she has a bruise on her stomach. All right, if you're not going to tell us what kind of sex toy, I'd like to at least see pictures of the goddamn bruise. It's public record. Can we see the fucking bruise? Shape of the bruise give you an idea of what he might have thrown. Is it in the shape of like a 12-pack of cock rings? Is it in the shape of a ravenous rabbit? Or did you like take a whole life-size blow-up doll and throw that at her? Oh, my God. You could have killed her, you son of a bitch. What the fuck is going on in the St. Petersburg, Florida Police Department? Yeah, that's attempted murder in case you didn't know. I'm calling the DA. Y'all charged him wrong. He's out walking the streets now with this bag of two ways, get ready to beat the shit out of somebody, but we'll never hear it because he'll have him fastened at a ball gag. <laughs> okay, let's move on. An explosive device apparently hidden inside an envelope was detonated at the Ukrainian embassy in Madrid today. Well, I hope you check the uh, return address on that envelope because I bet it come from the Kremlin. Yeah. You know, Russia, you're not even a country anymore as far as we're concerned. You're just another state-sponsored terrorist organization. As long as you got Vladimir Putin in charge and all those other dickheads you put so much stock in, you're a bunch of fucking terrorists. Now, the employee at the Ukrainian embassy in Madrid who opened the envelope was injured, but they were actually able to drive themselves to the hospital. They didn't die. And some people, purely by knee jerk, are going to go, well, that's not a terrorist attack. Yeah, it is. It is. You're just talking about different degrees. Some people think like that, though. They think if nobody dies, it's not really a terrorist attack. It's a terrorist attack. If you do anything maliciously or on behalf of something like, say, religion, 
Yeah. And you decide you're going to put some turmoil and chaos and fear on somebody through that illegal act, be it a bomb or threats or intimidation. You're a fucking terrorist. That's it. That fucking librarian that bitches at me if I'm so much as two days late. She's a terrorist. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for them to give me the go-ahead to go up there and beat the shit out of her with a copy of Hamlet. <laughs> I'm teasing. Let's move on. Of course, founder of the Oath Keepers, he's looking at a long prison stretch for attacking his own country. As a Freemason, as, as somebody who loves this country dearly, I believe in these freedoms we have. And I'm thankful, BLM, Oath Keepers, Proud Boys, anybody can go out there and protest. But you attack this country's institutions and this capital, I've got no sympathy for you. I don't doubt your sincerity and your patriotism. I doubt your brain. Because you guys got played. Millionaires and billionaires, yeah. They played your ass. But it's not entirely your fault. You, you just fell victim to that goddamn propaganda machine of theirs that they pump billions into. Hey, that propaganda works on your brain. It's powerful. It's for a reason. It's like the devil mixing half-truth with lie. And they do it for a reason. To manipulate you. And now, and now they got the biggest wimp in Washington heading up my old party. I just can't believe it. Kevin McCarthy, the biggest wimp the Republican Party has ever had. And he's, <laughs> they put him in charge. Yeah. Let's talk about The Rock and what Rock did, giving back to the community. I'm not real good at transition material. I'm moving from the biggest pussy in Washington, Kevin McCarthy, to The Rock now. <laughs> I wish he'd go up there and kick the fuck out of Kevin McCarthy. Uh, Dwayne Rock Johnson, he was in Hawaii recently, and he shared a deep, dark secret he's been carrying with him for a long time about the theft of Snickers bars hey, in a local gas station. When I was 14 years old, every day I used to stop here at the 7-Eleven and steal a king-size Snicker bar because I couldn't afford to buy one. That was my pre-workout food. I did that for almost a year every day. I had to come back and buy every Snickers bar on those shelves. What's your name? Okay, ring all these up. DK's like, nice to steal a Snickers every day. We're doing that. I gotta come back and I have to buy them, you know what I mean? DK's look, look, listen, I'm trying to count all this shit. I don't need to hear your stories. Go tell Oprah. So he bought like $300 worth of Snickers bars, left them there, and then started paying for other customers' items too. <laughs> you want anything? You got anything? That's just for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I'm going to leave these here. If somebody looks like they're stealing Snickers, give them these so they don't steal it. Thank you. After decades, I have a hi. Come on over here. Let's take a picture. I got to go. The rock is here. Hi.
After decades of me wanting to come back home to 7-Eleven and try and make good, that felt really, really good. I'm out. Snickers and 7-Eleven. Rock out with your rock out. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for the Stan the Joke Man show. I am Stan the Joke Man. This is a property of Joke Man Productions, LLC. Broadcasting from the boys' room. Broadcasting from the boys' room studios. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at high noon on Amazon and Spotify. I'll be back on Friday, folks. Friday. Goodbye day. Until then. Adios, mi amigos. Bye, Dios. Feliz Navidad y Merry Christmas.